saying only what you mean and avoid using the word to speak against yourself or to gossip about others and use the power of your word in the direction of truth and love. Unlock possibilities by changing your mindset. You will expand what's possible for you, for the ones around you, for the world. You're moving into a land of both blind spots and learning, of things and ideas. You just crossed over into the mindset zone. Join your guide, Anna Malikia, founder of Solo Biz Academy, the director of education for Book Yourself Solid and a PhD in psychology. The show you are about to listen is backed by popular demand from the Mindset Zone Archive Vault. To get all new episodes, make sure you subscribe via your favorite podcast app and visit mindset.zone. Yes, instead of .com, it's .zone. There you can find the episode archive, show notes, and other amazing resources, including how to four times your success so you can work smarter, not harder, and learn how to leverage your talents to make a bigger impact while enjoying the process. All at Mindset.Zone. Hi, Anna Malikian here. And I'm going to start where I I left in the last episode, because in the last episode, I spoke about the book, The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. And I explore what Ruiz called the self-limiting beliefs that I call, I prefer to call them the mindset blind spots. Because we are not aware that we hold these self-limiting beliefs most of the times, yet we filter our experience through these beliefs. And I even start a week ago a seven-day awareness challenge for myself just to become aware of some of my self-limiting beliefs and to try to articulate them. Because the reality is that we all have them. We all have these mindset blind spots. So you can go to mindset.zone forward slash 17. Or if you are listening in iTunes, uh, you just go to episode 17 and listen to that because uh, it's like the groundwork. But you also can listen to this episode first and then go back there. You will uh, take a lot out of this one just by itself. Because in the book that I'm referring to, The Four Agreements, Don Miguel Ruiz suggests that we replace these self-limiting beliefs by what they call the four agreements, therefore the name of the book. And what are these four agreements? Number one is be impeccable with your word. Number two is don't take anything personally. Number three is don't make assumptions. And number four is always do your best. 
These are the four agreements and they're extremely powerful. And today I want to focus on the first agreement that is be impeccable with your word. And I want to really take this as a pretext, as an excuse to reflect on the power of words. And you really, I really recommend that you read this book. It's a very short book. And there in this book, Ruiz defines this first agreement, be impeccable with your word as speaking with integrity, saying only what you mean and avoid using the word to speak against yourself or to gossip about others and use the power of your word in the direction of truth and love. So it's very good principles because it's so, it's, it's incredible. When I was preparing for this episode, I was, okay, thinking about this, the power of the word, but at the same time, how we often use expression just as, oh, those are just words. Uh, or, oh, too much talking and no action. Or another one that I found out that there was in the English language that I, I really find it, whoa, it's an interesting one. Sticks and stones will break my bones, but names will never hurt me. Really? Because <laughs> all these expressions, and I'm sure that you can think about more, see words as powerless. But yet, if that was true, if those are just words, too much talking and no action, sticks and stones will break my bones, but names will never hurt me. If this was really true, why do we get so hurt by words? Why do we keep remembering certain words that someone said to us? Because it's incredible, but if we think about words speaking, having this capacity of using words is something that is as humans, is distinctly human. And we should recognize that words are extremely powerful. And I love one of the quotes that when Don Miguel Ruiz in this book is emphasizing the power of words, he writes this. I'm going to read from the book. The word is not just a sound or a written symbol. The word is a force. It is the power you have to express and communicate, to think and thereby to create the events in your life. You can speak. What other animal on the planet can speak? The word is the most powerful tool you have as a human. It is the tool of magic. But like a sword with two edges, your word can create the most beautiful dream or your word 
can destroy everything around you. Depending upon how it is used, the world can set you free or it can enslave you even more than you know. Very, very powerful this. This is the quote from the book. And uh, yes, I want to whet your appetite for you to go and get the book. It's like a couple of hours reading or less. Really short and strong, very powerful. And speaking about another great book, I want to now to take this to even further by giving you another example from another book. Another book that I love to speak about that is uh, from Dr. Carol Dweck. And the book is Mindset. And in this book, Mindset, and I will have the links for all the books in the show notes. um, She writes in this book um, about the power of negative labels. Uh, Dr. Dweck even refers to research studies that show that to check, going with our pencil or pen and check a box to indicate our race, our gender, can evoke a stereotype and lower test scores. So they did research, there is research studies that shows that people, so they had a group of people and they were going to do a test and some of them have to check uh, a checkbox indicating their race or, uh, or gender, and that had a reflection in the tech test scores. How powerful this is. And we know that this probably happens at a subconscious level, but words, their meaning and the associations that we make of these words are very powerful, and we have to recognize this. Yet we also know that is not enough to replace negative labels by positive labels. Things are a little bit more complicated than that. For instance, do you know that praising kids for their intelligence can be counterproductive? Yes, I'm repeating. Do you know that praising kids for their intelligence can be counterproductive? So telling to a kid, oh, you are so clever, can be counterproductive. Yes, this is also from research in psychology. And from Dr. Carol Dweck did loads of research and her team around this and is really, whoa, eye-opening. And I want to play now a video that speaks of one of these researches. And then we have also uh, uh, the uh, the Dr. Carol Dweck speaking and explaining a little bit about the, the importance and the meaning of this. So let's see if this is going to work. So check this out. Carol Dweck and her colleagues wanted to look into the impacts that praise had on children's development. So what they did is they took over 400 fifth grade students from all across the nation and they did a really simple yet interesting study. Here's how it went down. They gave all the kids a really, really easy, non-verbal IQ test. There were 10 questions, and at the end of the test, they praised all the children in one of two ways. The first group was praised for their intelligence. 
So they said, wow, great job. You must be really smart at this. Now the second group was praised for their effort. So they said, wow, great job. You must have worked really, really hard at this. Now this is a really subtle difference, but the impact it had is incredible. So after praising the kids and getting them divided up into the two groups, they gave them all an option for their next test. The first option was, hey, this next test is going to be a little bit harder, but it's going to be a great opportunity to learn and grow. Now the second option was, this next test will be similar to the first and you will surely do well on it. Now the interesting thing is, out of the group that was praised for their intelligence, 67% of them chose the easier option, while 92% of the kids who were praised for their effort chose the harder test. This is unbelievable to think about, how just the subtle difference in the way that they were praised had such an impact. Carol Dweck explains why this happened. child or adult hears, oh, you think I'm brilliant and talented. That's why you admire me. That's why you value me. I better not do anything that will disprove this evaluation. As a result, they enter a fixed mindset. They play it safe in the future, and they limit their the growth of their talents. Whereas focusing on the strategies they use, the way they're stretching themselves and taking on hard tasks, the the uh, intense practice they're doing. Those are the kinds of things that say to a child or an older athlete, it's about the process of growth. As a result, they don't feel, oh, if I make a mistake, you won't think I'm talented. They think, oh, if I don't take on hard things and stick to them, I'm not going to grow. And let me stop here. And uh, again, uh, if you go to the show notes and mindset.zone instead of .com is mindset.zone forward slash the number of the episode, the number 18. I will have there in the show notes the full video that you can see. And think, think about the powerful the power of this, and this is not the only study, uh, this is one of the areas that Dr. Dweck really did, and our team did loads of research about, and study after study shows this, uh, that we have to praise, there is a big and significant difference of praising people for their effort, is much, uh, produce much better results of people wanting to try new things, want to learn more, taking up to challenge, than praising people for being, having something like intelligence. And we really can learn a lot from this type of studies. And we can learn to avoid what we can call the inverse power of praise and really focus our positive words to praise other people's efforts in a specific and concrete way. And very, very important, we can apply these same principles to our self-talk, to how we speak to ourselves is so important. And many of us, and I, <laughs> I'm one of those. I have the tendency, I'm much more critical and I use much more negative words toward myself in my self-talk than ever use it to others. And, and I'm trying to work on it. I'm trying to stop myself, become aware, 
breathe out and okay what can i say instead of this and now i want to take this to the next level not just to use positive words but focus on the effort more on on something like for instance if you are frequently praised for being a good speaker and natural on stage that can create a self-image in yourself that i'm a great speaker and we can think okay what is wrong with that nothing wrong or we want to challenge just a great self-image like that and think of all this working at subconscious level because it's tempting to do everything in our power to preserve a great self-image and can be i'm a great speaker or something else replace that by a self-image that you all dear and ask yourself if you are uh, avoiding things to pre- preserve this uh, because we can be s- stopping ourselves of taking risks because these potentially if we fail we can ruin that thing that we also dear that self-image that we have and it's safer to play small because we are not taking risks think about the implications of this so even something that we all like positive like great self-image about something we have to be very aware because we can be creating a, a set of limiting beliefs around it and the way that we use the words as we have to be impeccable we have to use the words with care and attention and focus on the positive but also know how to praise for the effort how to reward uh, all the things that we can make something to grow to develop and be aware of these vicious cycles that we fall things that oh why is this not working sometimes it's because of these vicious cycles things that look like because if you say okay praising a kid by you are clever how can that not be a good thing things can be subtle so and this dynamic sometimes can stop us from developing our full potential so we have to be aware of it and like always i would love to hear your comments and learn about your experience how this that i'm speaking here resonates with you So if you listen to this podcast via my website, you can use the comment below the show notes and you can write there or you can go always, even if you are running or driving now, just it's very easy to remember how to go to the website is mindset.zone forward slash, in this case, the number of episode 18, mindset.zone forward slash 18. And there you have all the information how to reach me. If you want to send me an email, you can do that. Or you just go visit my website, nnmalikian.com. Just type mindset.zone and we'll be redirect there and you will find all the up-to-date info on how to reach me. And as always, I'm grateful that you are here. Have a wonderful life. Keep growing and keep 
making a difference. Thank you for listening. And remember to visit mindset.zone. Yes, instead of .com, is .zone. There you can find all the episodes and other amazing resources. As always, I'm so grateful that you have crossed over into the mindset zone. Spend what's possible for you, for the ones around you, for the world.